Hey everyone, welcome to Share Your Sparkle, and I'm your host, Dr. Darlene Berrios. This is season three, episode three, Let God Out. Hi people, it's the almost the end of May. I hope your spring is going well. I am just going to share a bunch of messages that I've received lately or have been thinking about, and um... I guess this is a way of me letting God out. (laughs) I think that that's part of our problem. We have stuff that gets to us and we either hold it or don't listen to it. And it's not about letting God in because God is already there. It's about letting God out. It's like when um, something is blocking the flow, that's us, like we block the flow of whether it's a thought or love or an action that we should do because of, I don't know, list a litany of things that you might block something, pride, anger, resentment, pain, and really we should just let God out. I think if we let God out, things would be better. <laughs> we, I believe, and and remember, my understanding of God is not a person in the clouds, but whatever made us, whatever it is, I have no clue what it is, made us, and we're a piece of that. So we should express as needed or as we are and not block that expression because that's exactly why we're here is to express the divine by who we are in this world that's why if you're um an apple seed don't try to be a pumpkin (laughs) be an apple all right people Listen, um, let me just read you a passage real quick. Mikey, this won't take too long, but I opened it up yesterday. It's from The Sacred Yes. You know, I love that book, Deborah, Reverend Deborah L. Johnson. And it says, when you start living every moment, you seek opportunities to let your light shine and to rekindle the flames of others. You don't wait for life to come to you. You reach out and embrace what's right beside you, as well as what's coming your way. Most importantly, you live every moment so that we can spend as much quality time together as possible. Is there anything more important, urgent, or pressing than this? Fear not. Unlike in your human relationships, where time with one is considered to take away from time with another, your connecting with me will not be at the exclusion of your joy and responsibilities or even your pain. The experience of living is the result of your ability to ask of yourself and of the universe. And as I told you before about asking, you fear that if you ask more, then you won't get anything. However, if you ask for less, then you won't get everything. And I'm trying to give you everything. The same is true about living. Too many of you fear that if you attempt to live more, to live larger or more fully, you won't get anything. Or perhaps you will lose what you have. However, if you live less, 
then you won't live everything. And I'm trying to give you everything. Which of my gifts are you prepared to receive? And which are you planning to turn away? A gift is rejected in each moment that is not fully lived by you. You are waiting for me to fill up your life with meaning. Meaning, the real question is, how big is your basket? Wow, that's a good one. So, on that note, let me just let God out and share some other things. Uh, This morning, a thought that came to mind was, I love when we are presented with something and we don't have to decide. We just have to accept so that my small but really ginormous example of this is when I got bean, when I pulled over on the side of the uh, road to this random house with the lab for sale sign outside on February 6, 2021 and walked up, there were two puppies there but one was already taken and Bean was the last one. I didn't have to choose. And if you've ever had to choose between puppies, they are deliciously cute, especially lab puppies. I mean, yeah, I'm completely biased because that's all I've had as an adult, but he was it. He was the last one. And all I had to do was accept. And I did. And he's a beautiful pain in my ass. (laughs) All right. On that same note, um, this is us, the season finale. I won't give any spoilers, but I loved the way they ended the series. I thought it was perfect. And Beth continues to be one of my favorites. And this is not like, I'm not giving you a spoiler here, but when she was like, uh, let's worst case scenario this with Randall. Oh my God, she's hilarious. She's fierce. She's loving. She's strong. She's compassionate. She's funny. She loves her family, but also realizes that her husband's family is crazy, but loves them, but at the same time knows that she needs a break from them when she needs to break from them. You know, it's like she is definitely one of my favorites. And then uh, there's a scene where, um, or a saying in, in the episode about when the universe presents something it's uh, in front of you and it's perfect like don't look the other way you know like kind of like it's there for a reason pick it up or like take it Uh, I'm totally paraphrasing here but it's the same idea with what I said before when you are presented with something and it's so perfect you don't even have to decide it's right there for you actually the, the universe is giving you a gift All you have to do is accept it. Similar to that reading this morning. How big is your basket? How much do you want to accept? And how small have you been living? How small has your basket been? People, I'm not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. We are, you can be the most spiritually in tune person in the world and life will still happen. Tragedies will still occur. That doesn't mean you are immune to it. You just see it differently and you see the world differently and you work differently in the world. I have, um, mentioned this person before, Carolyn Meese, M-Y-S-S dot com. She has stuff out on YouTube and on her website, 
there's, if you go to, I think, free media, and maybe the second page, it has to do with um, taking the yellow brick road. It's about seven parts. Each part is about an hour. I took about, you know, 20, 30 minutes here and there. And over the past couple weeks, listened to this series, and it was relating who we are as individuals to the movie, The Wizard of Oz, and how we are Dorothy, and how we are also, you know, on this journey, um, the yellow brick road, trying to find Oz, and that our power is always with us. And I think in Latin, totus means all, and that's her dog, Toto, right? But that, the, you know, the Carolyn Meese explains it a lot better, but let me give you a commercial, how we carry all of what we need with us at all times. But these different people that we meet along the road and who are on our journey with us are actually different pieces of ourselves, like the person who needs a heart, you know, maybe we need more love or more courage, or the person needs a brain, you know, like how to think better about the situation. And when we really get to the wizard, it's just some person and the different witches that we meet along the way and how we're actually witches ourselves, if you think about it, casting spells or being under spells, you know, whether it's generational spells or spells that you put on yourself. And what do you tell yourself? Those mantras that you tell yourself or that have been told to you your whole life that determine your decisions or that make you fear things, uh, those are spells, right? And how it's really up to us to break them, especially if they're ones that are, you know, causing harm and making us uh, make decisions that really hinder who we are in this world. I really recommend it. It's long, but there were interesting pieces to it about life related to that movie and um, how something spiritual can be so simple but it seemed like the task might be really simple but in our minds it's really hard I think at one point she talks about Dorothy and them just having to go get the broom from the witch you know a very simple task and um they were all like, no, we can't. Ah, that's horrible. Uh, but I think like those are like our spiritual tasks. They're not, they're not that hard, but we make them seem like we're climbing Mount Everest to complete the task. Um, and one of the funny things is if you have individuals in your life who are, I don't know, I don't know, this is just stood out and I'm going to say this, um, which is always you know, melt crying or wailing. I can't remember how she put it in her series, but, you know, people who are trying to control you or control situations, uh, bosses, friends, family, whatever the situation may be, you know, whenever you um, throw water on them, they're always going to go down crying. <laughs> <clears throat> she mentions a lot about, you know, sacred sacred contracts and um, different archetypes that we live out as individuals, whether it's, you know, um, your child's self. I can't remember exactly, but um, if you get a chance, at least, you know, try out listening to one part or a part of it. Anywhere you pick up, I think will be fine, you know, even if you picked up later on in the, in the series. But M-Y-S-S dot com. 
free media and go to the second page. I think it's something like the Yellow Brick Road or following the Yellow Brick Road. And um, I think, let me, see, let me see what else has been happening lately. I watched Ozark. It was really dark. And when I say dark, I'm not saying like the killing stuff that happened, but just in general, it was really dark. I was like, do I need to put the light up on my TV or computer? <laughs> and uh, this was after watching Queen of the South. I loved Queen of the South. And after watching Good Girls, which I thought was funny. Um, but wow, how movies or series are really tackling money laundering. And maybe this is just because, I don't know, these are what are popping up in Netflix for me, right? The whole uh, algorithm, algorithm there. But um the whole theme and if you really think about it through a lot of these different things is these individuals start off seeing themselves one way and then they have to go through something whatever the something is and really then they can't go back to that life before because they see themselves in dif in a different way and in a way way more powerful than they were before and they're able to utilize their power. I mean, in this case, it was related to money laundering. But the, the themes behind all of these were you had a life. You experienced yourself doing something. And now your life has changed forever because you realized how small you were before. You realized how small you were living before. And you can't go back to that. And I think that's why people are really scared sometimes. Um to make change or decisions because they know once they do that, once they accept who they really are, that they can't go back to living the way they were living before. And it's scary. But isn't it scarier to live a life that isn't you? Isn't it scarier to suppress who you are for whoever, whatever reason? Isn't it scary to get to the end of life and not have lived who you were supposed to be? I think that's scary. So here we are, people. May 2022. Choices are just what we are, and we can't go back to one point in time because there were so many choices before that uh, by other people, by the whole universe to be like, you might be able to go back to something and be like, oh, this is where my life pivoted. You know, this is where, <clears throat> excuse me, then I started to choose differently about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to live. I honestly think COVID was a big spiritual was awakening, or I'm hoping it's that for us. And if anything, we figure out how to be who we are, heal who we are, and work together. Because all that stuff before, you know, every system pretty much crashed. Every system. Think about it. Think about that. 
globally, every system was had a wrench put in it. If you look at the gears or the wheels turning, every every single one had a kink in its system. <clears throat> and as we unwind or kind of come back in a way, I really hope it's one that includes us letting God out. Because if we do, I truly feel like we will change the world, but we won't see the end. We won't see how this turns out. Let's say I have 500 years left. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 40, 50 years left. I won't see how this turns out. But it's pretty cool to kind of see the beginning of it. Another reason why I like This Is Us, random, but I'm going back to it, the 1970s references. Being a 1970s baby is so fun. <laughs> People, I'm going to go to Dallas Pride. Changing the subject, kind of ending on some fun stuff. Next weekend, I've done San Diego Pride, Boston Pride, Providence Pride. This will be um, a pretty big city. I mean, San Diego was pretty big. That was awesome. By Balboa Park over there. Um, but I'm hoping um, it's not 100 degrees. <laughs> and I'm trying to live my word this year adventure. So heading out there to hang out. And then in July, if things go as planned, Vancouver, here we come to leave the port and head up to Alaska on a seven-day cruise with siblings and cousins so yeah pray for me that we all stay healthy and then everything goes well and uh, safe travels and i will report back on what those adventures taught me all right people accept your sparkle surrender to it and allow it to be so until then keep shining